Hello and welcome to Uncorked with Friends. I'm Holly. And I'm Joe. We're here for another week. We didn't skip a week this time. That's right. We're moving up in the world now. So we uh, had a little, I don't remember, I think we forgot or I might have just turned, said no, we're not doing it the last week, but... Yeah, two weeks ago, your mom yeah. was here, and we were having fun. And I just wasn't in the mood. It was late, and uh, we did a lot of yard work while Grandma was here. That we did. That's true. So, where have we been? Let's see. I'm trying to remember what the heck we've been doing. Well, since the I podcast. got a job. <laughs> Another new job, I guess. Yeah, a different job. A different job, well, sort of. <laughs> new job at the same place. Better job, I guess you could say. Yeah. So... Before we moved to Coeur d'Alene, I taught for 17 years, um, first through fifth grade. And then when we moved here, there was no openings because of COVID. And so last year, I was lucky enough to start working at a school district in Coeur d'Alene as a reading and math specialist. And then in December, was able to take a full-time position as a... Um, special education aid, which was great. And this year, I just accepted a position as the special education teacher. So the 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 big dog, I guess you could say, yeah. or somebody in charge. Yeah, so <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> I'm going back to school. Lucky me. Yeah, right. To just get what, my special ed certificate. That's what we all dream of at 40 years old <laughs> is to go back to school. <laughs> just what I wanted. But yeah, so I'm just. Jumped right in last week, all sorts of meetings and training and yeah. And then today it's a job. job. (laughs) Grateful to have a good paying job, right? And today was the first day back, like in the classroom. So that was nice. That's right. You had a little outdoor meet and greet type thing or whatever. Yeah, outdoor meet and greet, breakfast, get to know everyone. And then back, everyone went back to their school site. So we met as a district. But last week, we went and watched <clears throat> the Chris Jansen concert. We did. That was on Idaho Tuesday State night at the, at the fair. Went to the fair and we took the kiddos around and had fun and looked at the animals, looked at whatever, Gosh, re- bunch of snakes, and- bunch of, you know, the different food vendors, lots of fried food. Did not try the elephant ears, although supposedly you're supposed to do that. And I did not try them. I ended up having... Some of the deep fried Twinkies and Oreos with you guys and stuff. So I was just too full. I couldn't eat anymore. I was Yeah, maybe next year. Because I think they said, did I see a post that it was originated in Idaho? Oh, I don't know that. Oh. I don't I thought know I saw if that's a sign case, on one of the but... buildings, but I have to do more research on that so, one. So yeah, it's basically a tortilla that they blow up basically mm-hmm. that like looks like a big old ear. Deep fry and, and then they fry it you and want. cinnamon and sugar and butter on there. I and, mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, they're like sounds delicious. <laughs> But yeah, the concert was good. We, uh, Chris Jansen was really good at playing multiple instruments. He played four different instruments that night. He played the piano, the guitar, harmonica, and the drums. Oh, uh, I th- playing Metallica on the drums. Yeah, I, th- I thought he he was really – he's the 215th Grand Ole Opry member. And that's kind of a prestigious thing in the country industry. And I was like, wow, this guy's not new, but – relatively new to the scene like as far mm-hmm. as like hits and everything to be in the grand Ole opera i'm like this guy like i mean he only has a couple of hits like why is he so popular then he started playing all the instruments and i was pretty impressed with his yeah ability it was like okay i could see like why and he's in there singing, now. playing the guitar i mean yeah he was he rocked it out really well i was pretty impressed with him um beautiful backdrop 
We got to see Canfield yeah. Mountain as we're sitting in the stadium. Yeah, that was nice. Or you could be basically partying in the dirt is what they call the concerts yeah. at the fair. Because the, the pit And the is, rodeo yeah. area, basically, in the dirt, in which is fun. And then we uh, had Friday night football, Friday night lights, finally. We so did. we went and watched a football game where Emma got a cheer and revisited with some friends. Uh, yeah, their son. Yeah, their son's on the other opposing team, which really doesn't matter. We don't have any kids on the team per se, but um, they're on the other team. And we so we're kind of rooting for him. And Yeah, he's a junior oh, yeah, on, on, the, varsity. on the varsity. And it was fun. We had a good time. We went over and visited with them. It's really weird. I I thought it was totally weird. But after uh, Brian let me know, kind of like, hey, it's a small town. When we were out there, their their stadium only has one side of bleachers. Yeah. There's no visitors at home. You're all on the same side. So it's kind of weird. So we're all intermixed. Yeah. You're just like sitting on your side, quote unquote, on the visitor's side. But you're just kind of in a little like mixed in with the other side. So it's kind of fun. But I mean, I. But everyone's respectful. And I didn't have a chance to really tell Brian and Letty, or I kind of wanted to after the fact, or like send him a text. Like, I feel like that school is very, very respectful, very mm-hmm. organized, very like honorable. Like, well, they had they, baskets again as another raffle, and they're doing fun games and activities between each. But I just quarter. feel like I saw a lot of sportsmanship between the players. There wasn't, you know chippiness or dirty mm-hmm. hits or anything like that or if somebody got knocked down it seemed like the other our, the opposing team we were playing against was hand out picking them up like i feel like that that school for being a public school really holds themselves in a high, high regard standard, and a yeah. really high standard and does really well so i mean i was very i've been impressed with that since i've watched them and been to a little fundraising event with brian and letty and katie and Corey and it was like i really think that's really something important that's mm-hmm. lost in a lot of schools and they really promote that and it goes a long ways, I think. And, you know, playing some other schools that get a little chippier, a little bit, you know, dirty hits here and there and, you know, typical testosterone filled yeah. things on the football field. But those, that school does a really good job of making it a very respectful game. But it was fun because not only, yes, we were there for our daughter's high school team. Yeah. But then, you know, when, uh, Thomas would make a good play, we're like, go Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't do that or whatever. <laughs> but we're on like, the other the side. Yeah. But, can't can't I mean, root too thing, loud yeah. for everybody looking at us like, why are you rooting for them wearing your school Lake clothes? Yeah, here, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, had a fun time with that. Then Saturday, kind of had a day for the boys. I went out to golf club here mm-hmm. called Black Rock and golfed over there. It's the second time I played there, and it's a very cool course. It's an awesome course. It's I, don't, I actually didn't show you the videos. So I'll have to show you some of the pictures and videos I took. But mainly their 11th hole and their 13th hole are very scenic. Um, like the 11th hole, your second shot is into a carved out out of the rocks with waterfalls coming down and wow. it's pretty gorgeous. And the 13th hole, there's like four or five separate waterfalls falling as you're putting on the course and on the green. And it's a pretty legit golf course. It's That's pretty cool. nice. Um, super, super nice, like staff people just, Really cool place. Um, you're there for like a birthday party, basically? It was somebody's birthday. So we got a group of guys together and played with some members and went and played out there. And it's and they went back and had dinner. And then we went back to our own club and had dinner at our little clubhouse. And they had a party. But I came home because I was kind of tired and Gone didn't realize day. I was supposed to be <laughs> at a birthday party as well. And 
I was kind of like, oh, I'm just going to go home now. So I've already been gone for like eight hours. So we're going to call it a night. But that's all right. Um, yeah, it was a great time. The course is just magnificent and the quality of it's hard to describe, I guess you could say. But it's well worth the visit if you ever have a chance to play there. Well, and then you and the kids went, well, you and Emma went grocery shopping, and then you and the kids have been cooking to help oh, yeah. me out since yeah, you've been a I've little, been exhausted little bit under working. the weather and just had the sniffles and everything, so you've just been tired, and so we kind of helped out cooking and just only screwed up some of it. Not, okay. not too bad. It's all good. <laughs> it's good to learn. So our drink this week is the Trinidad Sour. Okay, where did you hear about this drink? I actually heard of it on YouTube. I am a kind of a geek when it comes to this stuff. I've been really getting into the <laughs> cocktails and I have a little list on my phone of all my different cocktails that I like. And this guy that I follow had it on there and he's like Trinidad sour. And I was like, that looks kind of cool. So I looked at it and sure enough, as I started looking at the way it was made, I was like, Oh, that is right up my alley. That is my type of cocktail. So when you first look at it, like a, We'll post a picture on the face on Facebook or probably not Instagram, but you know, we'll post it. <laughs> it looks like a freaking Bloody Mary in a coupe glass or like a martini glass. Like yeah, it's served, served up. up. It looks like a Bloody Mary or like tomato juice. The reason being is it has Angostura bitters in it. And it okay, has this how much? An ounce and a half. Yeah, that's a lot. So like in our other uh things here, whatever our podcasts, our episodes, we've done uh bitters that are like as a um not, what do you call it? It's like a just a little touch of it or whatever on top. Oh yeah. So you'll either do dashes in the cocktail yeah, a couple or you'll dashes. garnish with it. Yeah, you'll so put a couple can... dashes and old dashes in old fashioned. Or you'll on the whiskey sour you just put a couple dashes on the top. And then drag your toothpick or your yeah. straw through it to make a design. And it looks pretty and it's just a couple of dashes goes a long yeah. ways type yeah. thing. But this uses an ounce and a half and you have to so when you take bitters Usually you have to like plop, 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 and like drops come yeah. out at a time. This one, you have to pop the lid off and pour <laughs> an ounce and a half. And it's a lot of freaking bitters. Um, so then it's got an ounce of orgeat syrup. And orgeat is kind of a different syrup than simple syrup or um, demerara. It actually requires almonds and then your uh, orange flower water. I believe is or one of them water, or rose like, water, but orange flower water is typically what everybody does. So it's blanched almonds. You put it in the processor, you chop it up, you put your water, your sugar and brandy, and then you cook it and then you let it sit, you boil it for three minutes. Then you let it sit for the next three to eight hours. Then you have orgeat syrup. So it's a little more mm-hmm. complicated, but it's required for this drink. And the drink is an ounce and a half of Angostura bitters. It's a lot of bitters. I don't know how to else to explain it. <laughs> One ounce of Orjot, or as Noah, who made me a bottle of Orjot for me, call it Georgeot. He put a J in front of it for Joe, so it's Georgeot syrup. It's Joe syrup. Um, a half ounce of rye whiskey, any good quality rye, uh, around 100 proof would be great for it. And, and we then, used our house rye. Yeah, we used James E. Pepper 1776 rye, which is 100 proof. And then three quarter ounce lemon juice. And that's it. So take that, shake it. I, I like to shake it for a little bit of time just to try to get some of the, uh, get a little bit of dilution from the ice. And then you double strain it into a, into a coupe glass. So I've had my brother always say, not everybody knows that you're talking about double strain. 
So a lot of people see those strainers that people just put over the top of the cups. It's called a hawthorn strainer. And you just pour that. And that's if you're doing something that's stirred. If you're doing something that's shaken, you want to double strain it if you don't want any ice chips in there. Because when you shake it, you'll get little pieces of ice to break. So you take the hawthorn strainer, dump it over, and you put it over like a mesh strainer strainer, that catches all the little ice pieces. So you double strain it and you serve it up, serve it up, which means it's not on the ground like a glass you would grab around the, like an old fashioned that you would just grab on the ground on your base of the glass. It has a stem. So it's served up in the air, meaning when it's served up, there's no ice in it. Um, If you serve it on like a glass, like a a highball or whatever, that's going to be served with ice. It might be served with one big rock. There's different ways to do it, but served up as in a coupe glass. So you shake, double strain, served up. You can garnish with mint if you want. You can garnish with a lemon peel if you want. There is no garnish required according to the official recipe, which I believe the recipe actually started in 2008. I actually want to look this up real quick while we're here because it's a relatively new cocktail. Hmm. It's, I think, 2008, 2009. Let's see, who made or who started, who came up with the Trinidad Sour? So let's see. It was created by an ex-New York City bartender out of New York, Giuseppe Gonzalez, while he was plying his trade at the Clover Club in Brooklyn in 2009. So it's only a 12-year-old cocktail. And of course, it says right here, the unique serve is a mixture of a whopping one and a half ounces, <laughs> depending on who you ask, one ounce, and then balanced with lemon juice or jot and rye whiskey. It's it's super unique. The color of it is so cool, I think. And it gives a texture because the it, bitters, yep. like it's it's not tomato juice texture, like that thick, but it's a different no, than like... but it has like, like a full mouth feel. Yeah, it, it's got some texture to it than like a... Moscow Mule or something where it's a little bit thinner right. type thing. Yeah, it's it's one of my it's one of my favorites right now. So I'm kind of what would you say is like the flavor profile? Obviously the bitters, but there's a good balance. You don't I mean, the bitters. <clears throat> so the lemon juice comes through big time to balance out the bitters. The bitters it's going to sound really silly. They kind of give off like a dusty, earthy quality to it, along with the. I always every time I smell bitters, it smells like soda to me. It smells like root beer or Dr. Pepper or Coke, like that profile, but then it's got a very dusty, earthy quality to it. Apparently the recipe is like top secret. Like only a couple of people in the world know the Angostura bitters recipe mm-hmm. and it's um, very orangey. Yes. Lots of orange, Kinda. like it'll stain your fingers orange if you mess with it a lot type thing. But um I don't, I mean, I don't know what else you would think. almost like that burnt orange, almost red. Yeah, but I don't know but flavor profile, uh, what we would say it I don't know belong, either. you know, is with or whatever. Um, but you're not, like, if you were just to taste the bitters. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have that bitter no, it, quality at all. Yeah, it's got a bitterness to it, but it's not like yeah. make you pucker bitter type but thing. But with the orgeat and the lemon juice. And then that orgeat, the almond, that nuttiness from the almonds and the sweetness the of that and the orange. It plays really well. And then you've got a little a half little ounce of rye. rye. That rye gives you some of that spice and pepper notes mm-hmm. it's trying to get for you in there. And it's, I mean, the so Angostura bitters, you can't just go and buy like, it has alcohol in it. Um, it has 44.7% alcohol in it. So it's a really high potent alcohol, actually, if you think about it, at an ounce mm-hmm. and a half. Like 
you're getting a higher well, proof with your booze. Rye. And you're throwing a hundred proof rye in it. So, I mean, it's got some alcohol in yeah. it when you get all done with it. It's got two ounces of, on average, 45 to 50%, mm. depending on what you use. But it's a um, unique, fun. And uh, yeah, we're always of the opinion of making bitters or uh, syrups. Yes. Like we like to make simple syrups, grenadine, demerara. Uh, the orgeat we haven't honey made, syrup, but we can. Honey yeah. syrups, yeah. Um, well, no, it was nice and said he would make it for us. Well, he was making it for some yeah. of the restaurants and stuff he works at. So he's like, I'll have extra and I'll give you some. So he made me a Georgiat. Um, I guess that's are we pretty much yeah. done. Kind of short and sweet the last two weeks. But that's all right. Trying to think of, we'll post a picture on it It and hopefully you guys will enjoy it. I took a picture of it actually at a local establishment here when I had Noah make me one and I took a picture and I just kind of randomly took it. I didn't do a fancy filter filter or anything. I just put it on portrait and I kind of zoomed off a little bit and just took the picture and the way the light were coming into the windows, I thought it turned out really good. (laughs) So we're just going to use that one tonight. So I'm going to use that. Um, We didn't actually even drink one tonight. It's terrible. Well, I drank one earlier tonight and that's what brought it up and I'm drinking whiskey now. So it is later in the night. So, the Trinidad Sours are not time for this. It's whiskey time at nighttime. Um, other than that, I guess we will catch you guys next week. I don't think we have any issues coming up next week. Hopefully, we don't miss any more. But nope. um, we will catch you guys. And we hope for look forward to hearing from you. If you have any comments on our pictures or yep. anything, we'd appreciate Check us it. Check out on Facebook. See you guys. Bye.